1: Welcome to episode one thirteen of the BJJ Campaign podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A three purple belt, one stripe.
2: Phil Coors, A two
1: purple belt, one stripe. What's coming up, Philly?
2: Gordon Ryan's revenge tour. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What if he loses? Cements him is like the most overhyped guy ever, huh? Come on, that'd be crazy. Think about it. He's not losing, but imagine.
1: They've already uh, put the he's already put the money up. I think it's a hundred thousand to. Felipe Pena's is $10,000. they have mm. already put it in a trust. That's what I saw, yeah. Yeah. Sunday, I don't know what time it starts. Do you know? Hopefully like 2 p.m. I hope so, too. Probably not. Probably not, but it'd be kind of stupid
2: if they do that thing they do where they start at like 8 and then they finish at 1 a.m. They love to do that stuff. No, kind of dumb on was, a Sunday.
1: There were some good... Uh, there was some really good other. The
2: last Gordon Ryan one you had, man, I opened it up at nine or nine
1: thirty, and it was on like the first match. That's that stupid. was the who's next finale, and that that was kind of screwy because the 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 finale where Isaac, Michelle, and uh, what's his name, um, I can't remember the tenth Planet guy's name, Kyle, something or other, but it was over an hour, and then they took it off the main mat, rehydrated him, put him on the back mat. Yeah. So. Did
2: we so talk that. about Gordon's last match?
1: No, 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 we didn't. I don't think we've had a no, podcast. A- Pedro Marengo. Yeah. He trains with guy go Pena. Well, he's the um, no-gi world champion in the heavyweight and absolute. For what? IBJJF. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's pretty good, and he's the he's the champion of the who's number one in um the weight class below, so the heavyweight weight class, not super heavy. I think super heavy is what
2: I would think. They were just heavy.
1: No, I think they. I think they call it super heavy. I think I'm I... sure. I'm sure IBJJF calls it super heavy.
2: Yeah, I would. Think that was heavyweight, and then the one below was light heavyweight.
1: I think I saw that somewhere. Is it? I think so. Maybe that's what it is. That might be. But But whatever. You would know better than me, but I'm still gonna argue with you. No, I'm. I mean, I'm probably wrong about. I I just know that IBJJF is light, heavy, Mm. heavy, and super heavy, Mm -hmm. or ultra heavy, mega heavy, mega super ultra heavy, Uh, possibly. Uh, all I know is I don't want to be in that, that <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool match.
2: Um, I thought he did like the most complicated takedown and you were like, no, that's pretty simple. And I uh, learned something. The little throwback thing he did. Oh, yeah. To the, to the back take kind yeah. of deal thing. Yeah. What do you call that standing
1: back take position? I mean, it's really just a duck under. Mm-hmm. That's all. But it like is.
2: that position where you're kind of like hugging the hips from standing.
1: What do you um, call that?
2: Humping the back. But
1: your butt's really far away. True. True. I have no idea. It what almost that looks called. like you got a tight waist. You got around their waist. And you're, like you're, you're bent back.
2: over and hugging their waist. So it's yeah. like four legs. It almost looks like a horse because the guy's standing horse up in the position. front. That's what we're calling. We call a horse position. Yeah. Giraffe maybe because it's a pretty long neck. Yeah, could be significantly longer than a could horse's be. neck. Be so the next time somebody ducks to the back and they're like bent over, hugging him, I'm gonna be like, You're giraffing him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's his next, uh, that's Gordon Ryan's next video instructional.
2: <laughs> see, Mikey put out a passing one.
1: I almost bought it.
2: I'm he never did? gonna watch it, Mikey. He did, yeah, a passing one. I'd be really curious to see what he does
1: in the past. I don't think I've ever really seen him pass. I thought I've always seen I'd, him just be a I bottom know, player. I know, but he's
2: so insane that I. I really am curious, but that has to be like a 77 hour instructional.
1: Yeah. I didn't even open the link cause I don't want to know how much money it is. Cause I know I won't watch it. You'd be like, uh, no, they'll do it. They'll do it. Just like BJJ fanatics always does. They'll put it on for like $69 and then when it's 50% off, it's like $35. And you're like, man, 35 no bucks. Way. That one's at least 200 bucks. You think? Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Any of Mikey's or Gordon's or Donner's stuff is always the most expensive. Huh? Okay. Yeah. You got to get like the the only ones that are like under a hundred are just people that, um, like don't have the name
1: current, like, like name. Pete, the Greeks wrist locks. Yeah. Like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like all his Love stuff's them. a lot less expensive. Love those. Um, but yeah, on that one, what is, uh, what was, uh, Oh, uh, Elizabeth Clay is um, got a match against uh, Bia Mosquita Basilia who's multiple time, multiple, multiple time world champion. I, I'm very interested in that because I think Elizabeth Clay's game. On the 7? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's one of the that's one of them and then Isaac Michelle is um, God, I can't remember who he's competing against. I like that guy though, man. I like, I like his I game. I think I've heard that name. He's the one who won the. The super long match? Yeah. The who's next? He's got
2: another match already. He's going to still be tired.
1: Uh, hour and 45 <laughs> minutes was that first one.
2: I, I mean, can you imagine having an hour and 45 minute match? But he was the one that was like attacking and
1: like winning the whole time, but he couldn't yeah. finish it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I, I thought kudos to him. He was like, hey, man, it was my fault. I should have better submissions. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's crazy. Kyle Chambers. That was his name. Kyle Chambers. The tenth planet guy? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Kyle Chambers. He was good. He was very defensive. I would have liked to have seen him try to do because the one time that he did form some offense was on that he threw up a triangle and damn near got him, too. I mean, it was hmm. it was really good. Um. But let's see. But yeah,
2: so he- Gordon's last match, you just did, well, like, typically how our roles go, where I just get in the mountain and suffocate you for 20 minutes.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's it. Where I can't get out. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible. Just
2: a heavy, super, super heavy, mega wet blanket. Who was I'm it? I'm like the Ivy division.
1: Somebody said, Somebody said. great, now everybody's going to try just that mm-hmm. smother fuck uh, <laughs> from, from Mount.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I sent you one Facebook post. I don't know if it's a joke or not. I can never tell. The guy was like, I'm, i come from a gym where everybody has like Gordon Ryan like pressure and they just, just smash me in the mount. Dude, did I send that to you? Yes. Yeah, that's so funny.
1: <laughs> that I can never tell. Be, I can never tell. That had to be a troll.
2: Yeah. But I think everybody sees that and then they copy it. Yeah. I mean it's funny, on. it's gone from footlocks. Wrestling never caught on. They just flew right past wrestling. Like the Donhar guys did that for a couple months and they're like, Yeah. Flew right past we're wrestling, out. we're into the mount. We're good.
1: <laughs> we're good. No more. So, yeah, that, that Pedro Mourinho, it looked, I mean, kudos to Mourinho for hanging in there that whole time. Good God. Yeah. That, that would have been just awesome. He awful. said he figured out a way to, like, get his head in the armpit or something like that and just breathe or, or something. Yeah. He has had his one hand up in his armpit so that he could get a little space to, to breathe is why he couldn't finish it. So he's going to have to tighten that up. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's in. Uh, oh, that it's going to be weird because it is because what England's six hours before us, so it's got to be it. It's got to be. Uh, it's probably going to be late. Oh, uh, right, because they're six they're hours. If they do, you know, two there seven six seven eight. Mm. something like that is I think that's is that am I right on that which I have no idea you could ask
2: any part of that question I have no idea
1: where it's going to be or the time difference no I know I I know know. it's in Europe somewhere I don't I don't know exactly most of Europe is right along I think five six hours difference okay I think that's what it is I wouldn't swear to it
2: it sounds right
1: yeah
2: I mean, I'll make stuff up all day. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's but. just that they live in a different time in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: so that
2: sucks. Yeah. I know that one, the one event, like, I think it was a Khabib fight. Like, cause it was in like some, someplace else. So the event happened at like one in the afternoon here. I really enjoyed that UFC event during the day much more
1: yeah it's six hours Hamburg Germany is six hours difference is that where they're doing it no no but I mean Germany's I mean it's within an hour time time wise of all of Europe I think you know what I mean mm-hmm. because because max two hours difference but I I think so if we look at let's do London. Because it might be there. I don't I don't know where it is. Maybe it's Spain. Okay, so London is five hours.
2: I can Hamburg only imagine six. the people driving their car like, who the fuck cares the hours difference?
1: Well, I mean, it's going to...
2: It's, it is going to affect the start time. So what time is it starting?
1: So <laughs> Gordon-Ryan match start time. Gordon versus Pena. Start Time
2: Oh shoot Gordon Hmm So anyway Gordon Ryan's lost The last two times And he'll probably Lose a third time I'm Calling it now Okay
1: Well We'll see What if he loses By like a heel hook There's no way He's losing by a heel hook eh?
2: They say that until, like, you know,
1: check on your Flow app. It's August starts August. What? Really? It says the WNO August 22nd, Felipe Pena versus Gordon Ryan starts on August 7th, 2022. Come on, guys. Perfect. You, you got to do a little better than that.
2: Does this one say it? I'm on Flow. Hold on. 7.30 uh, p.m. Oh, Okay. It's when it starts, T- the Tezos
1: Tezos WNO Tezos, who, you getting that Tezos crypto going? Is that what that is? I think it's crypto and NFT stuff. Okay, yeah, good. That must be
2: like just spending what they have left before <laughs>
1: they, the, I think, they, the match winners got it's like 5,000 Tezos or something. <laughs> or 500 dude test that five.
2: Gordon Ryan NFT is looking
1: cheap right now right yeah I did mean, you get it it's one Ethereum right did you ever get it I did not get it I did not get I'll it I'll talk Jeff I'll talk I just didn't pull the trigger that's all I should have I didn't oh well yeah
2: so how about the Mikey uh and I made this connection because you were talking about Europe, which is where Roger Gracie trains. Yes, yeah, correct. Mikey was talking about how he only trains
1: with hobbyists. I like that. I thought that was very interesting. Same. And he gets to pick the people that are like his size too. Yeah, makes sense. It's like 140 pounds. Mm-hmm. No, he was. He won he, his last world size. title was 125.
2: Well, I think he's my size though. I think he's like 155. Like 150 walking around or whatever. And I think he cut. I think he won his division at 140. So, like, he went all the way down to try a different division or something. That seems
1: crazy. That's what he said, right? Yeah.
2: Because he's like, "Oh, I won this one a couple of times. I'm going to go do the other one now.
1: Yeah, that seemed really crazy. I think his big one was whenever he unseated Bruno Malficine. I think that was that was what he wanted. He wanted to beat who was perceived in that weight division is that 125 be the best of all, no the 140 that was 140 that's why he did 140 i think because he he perceived bruno to be the best of all time in that mm-hmm. in okay. that weight division i don't i don't know that he's ever said that but that would be my take on it because he always seems to be like he wants to fight the most and now he's now he's doing he's living in singapore now yeah i oh, that was wild it is wild Everything about him is really weird. I just, like, that was the weirdest. Uh, Seems weird that you say somebody's weird. Fair.
2: <laughs> that's fair.
1: Because um, you're as weird as they come.
2: Super weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, uh, I just thought it was, maybe weird's the wrong word, but training with hobbyists, and and Joe is asking the question I have of, like, don't you feel like you're missing out of, like, super hard training? Because that's the first thought I have every time, like if if he were to lose I'd be like oh, I just wonder if he were training with better people what would happen but then apparently Roger did the same thing like he just went That's over to he became great. and he's training everybody else and like yeah. he got really good at, at all the other uh, or he had all the success training with other people who were hobbyist white beginners belt, blue
1: belt for the most part so he was training with whenever he won all his world championships
2: so I just wonder like I wonder what about and I think what was it Eddie Bravo's match before who did you go against Hoyler Hoyler he beat him uh-huh. in that event with well, the that sweep or whatever who's his coach Machado
1: uh-huh Jean-Jacques Machado
2: I think Joe was talking about before that match how Machado wouldn't who told this whole gym like nobody beats up Eddie.
1: Like, I thought that was great
2: like he just he's gonna like destroy everybody build up the confidence and and really get going and having success with what he's doing and I wonder if that's the same pattern.
1: Uh, uh, inadvertently, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But like, so, Mikey's training with people who can't do anything about it. He's teaching them what to do about it, but they can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Roger did the same thing, and and Eddie, uh, along the same lines. Yeah. Of just, just having uh, continued success and showing Eddie Bravo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, I thought that was interesting. That's why I let you tap me so often. Mm-hmm. I'm setting you up for success in the long term.
1: Yeah. No, and I appreciate it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I found that super, super mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, I thought that was very interesting, too. I, I, uh, I mean, I just can't, I can't imagine, you know, the guy, guys, I mean, he says he's on the mat, you know, eight to 12 hours a day. Yeah. That seems crazy. Mm-hmm like how what who's how many training partners and hobbyists does he have rotating in yeah it's got to be is he scheduling training
2: in two hour chunks it's got to be like class setups of some sort where like he's warming different people up and like doing stuff i think Uh because like there's been days where i asked you to do stuff right when like on my most obsessive OCD days of like when I'm trying to figure something out or Mm -hmm. just trying to train as much as possible, like you've got an hour, maybe two hours, Mm -hmm. even no matter how much I wanted to stay in at that moment. Like Mm -hmm. nobody else is doing that. Nobody else can, you know, who's got eight hours to sit there and train with them. So he's got to be cycling people in. So I would think it's different classes at a couple hours
1: a clip, or maybe he's just like scheduling people, privately like three or small private classes like two hours class maybe boom rotating people in yeah and then taking those chunks to say okay here's we're gonna work on this position in this two hours and maybe you just work on the same position all all 12 hours but that would kind of i
2: think he i think he was saying he only does that when he runs into a problem he can't figure out okay like when he's really
1: struggling with a problem he's like i'll i will sit there until i figure it out kind of thing and that was wild what he's He's 26 and he's been training 22 years. Something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, unfortunately
2: I cannot really wish I could. (sighs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just thought that was really cool. And the other thing, uh, the same thing was like not, It's not because he's just the best in the room because he's the best in the room because he would be the best in nearly every room he's going to walk in, but that he, like, seeks out hobbyists just because of their attitude and stuff training Mm -hmm. and the competitors aren't. I took it as, like, it's not fun for him to train to them so that he wouldn't train as much and he wouldn't get as good. I found that, like, I don't know. I just found that super interesting. I mean, I see his point. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I just never would have. Arrived I there mean, by it myself. Seems to
1: be working. Yeah, it's doing really well. Whatever, whatever it is, because he, that same back take that was was it on Instagram? Did he put put? Yeah, it on I was Instagram? trying to do it
2: again yesterday, but like Jay kept trapping my foot, which makes sense because everybody's going to do that. So I went back to the Instagram post, and people asked him, but he never answered it. Now he has a passing DVD out.
1: Probably not going to take the good look at the back take again, is he? but he said he sat on there he drilled, he drilled that like he was doing it all the time before the, the match the whole time going up to that match and then
2: he long. says he sets people up so he had to be sitting there probably trying to cut through a couple of
1: times until he gets the reaction he wants well and he said i think i think what he said was he wanted to be in where Eminari's strength was which was uh his foot locks and that's what he was setting it up off of yeah so I thought that was
2: yeah that ankle lock or whatever. He said yeah. he's got like super Straight flexible ankle. feet, so he knew he would. Uh, his feet were gonna be fine. He wasn't worried about he didn't, or that was his best move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's how he won worlds or whatever really fast. So he said he knew that move well enough, that position well enough. He wasn't in a lot of danger, mm-hmm. and he thought he could pass off of it. And somehow that put him in that knee cut position, mm-hmm. but he couldn't be in the leg because you have to pull. That like if I'm cutting to the left, my right leg's in the middle. Jake mm-hmm. was trapping my right leg, but I have to switch legs. So my right leg's got to go behind him, but I have to place my left leg in between to set my hook for the back. Right, and then just I kind of wedge the right one under him. I just jeffed everybody, but you seem to be following along.
1: Oh, I know. I, uh, yeah, because I, I I looked at. I mean, I watched I'm, it a lot I liked of times it. now. Yeah what was happening was
2: when he was trapping my leg I can't switch those legs Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. so when I popped up to try it even I just ended up in the mount which is or a three quarter mount or a quarter mount whatever it is it was fine but sure it's like I'm trying to do highlight reel stuff here man stop holding <laughs> my leg <laughs> it's also on Instagram and you're ruining it <laughs> <laughs> it's <solid> on Instagram <laughs> oh jeez well I guess I technically I saw it on flow first yeah that's true that's true. They could play that over and over. Yeah. I would too. It was super cool. Yeah. But like if it works there, like it works.
1: Yeah, figured out. Yeah, on M and R. Yeah. yeah he's works. pretty good at jiu-jitsu. <laughs> so uh <laughs> he's got a role named after him. Uh, not a sushi role. Okay. Our role. <laughs> yeah. Tower <It's> roll.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah. No, I thought I thought that interview outside the pizza stuff, which was ninety percent of it, I thought that was a good interview. <laughs> he I loves do his I pizza. do like I do like him and what he's about and he has the same or similar outlook about like uh, or, like, it's funny to hear he doesn't even care about competing. He doesn't really like it, but he has to do it to promote everything and so that he can, uh, I guess, be justified in teaching
1: and everybody wanting to learn from him, which makes sense. Yeah, agreed. I just thought it was, I, I thought it was crazy. Like, he's not going to be in any more of the WNO. I, did he say he was or wasn't going to? Because he said he's going to focus on, on more on Nogi now. So I'm guessing he's not going to compete in worlds anymore gee i think that's what he said uh,
2: yeah i don't think he's gonna do it for a while i think he's really in love with that shatri
1: yo Chatri, yeah
2: that dude running one mm-hmm. i think he kind of really believes in what he's doing yeah and is gonna put all his weight behind helping him and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if it's just monetary, or it doesn't seem like it if he lives over there because, like, Gordon's doing matches with him and he doesn't have to live
1: over there. No, I mean, I think I, I just I, think he likes what he's doing. Yeah. And I think, I think that, uh, you know, in the martial arts world, you know, what Shatri's doing with the, the you know, the kick with doing kickboxing matches, doing jujitsu matches, doing, you know, all these different, um, uh, there was one where it was Rod Tang and, uh, Mighty Mouse, mm-hmm. where the first round was just kickboxing. And the second round was full MMA, which, I mean, those hybrid matches, that's interesting. I mean, it is. he's wanting to see, you know, he's wanting to showcase Rod Tang is one of the best Muay Thai fighters in the world and has been for a very long time. And so he wants to showcase that and see where it stacks up with someone going against that rule set. And it's then. the
2: only way I'm watching an MMA event. I've yeah. been Askren's fighting. So like... <laughs>
1: I mean, I think it's more
2: interesting than the regular stuff. The hybrid matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. I would watch that before I watch like just regular MMA. I don't know that regular MMA is. I've seen it. Okay.
1: Well, you're weird, Phil. It's yeah, fine. Happens. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, no. I I think uh, I think whatever he does, he's going to be successful. He's you know. Did you imagine doing MMA? He kept asking about it, kind of.
2: I well, can't yeah. imagine him doing MMA.
1: I don't know. I mean, it seemed like he'd struck for, or he'd done muay Thai for a very long time. I now.
2: know, but like, just Im- I, like, I'm sorry. As he hits him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he seems so
1: nice. I know, right? Yeah. I don't know. He, he, funny. he, he couldn't uh, morally beat someone up.
2: I can't picture it. He just seems so
1: nice. Yeah. 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 He's, he's so far above and beyond anyone in his weight class it's 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 evident so but as we move on let's talk about um like the different belt levels john posted um in our group our professor john he posted up a pretty interesting thing for each different belt level and kind of what what to focus on Mm-hmm. you know with white belt um you know first show up obviously that's important the hardest one right? yep next relax where it says remove your dependency on strength that's where i struggled whenever i started as a white belt same to relax i think everybody does you know and and relax meaning getting comfortable in those uncomfortable positions yeah you know i mean it's so and it's Listen, there's still those positions to this day that that are uncomfortable. Whenever John got me in that mountain, it was like on me. I was like, I was freaking out. We were talking about that yesterday. You know, I was freaking out a little bit. I was like, damn, you know, the only option, I I can't get out of this. You Mm -hmm. know, the only option is death. No, I know. (laughs) We were, uh,
2: and I think it's getting worse for me now because everybody. And mainly John, mm-hmm. but like with that pressure where I'm starting to panic in the mount, mm-hmm. Cause like, I've never panicked in the mount. Yeah, but John was just nice either. to me. Yeah. I'm now seeing John's not being as nice to me. Right. So like I'm in the mount and I'm like, this, this is not good. Yeah. Like before it would be like, Oh, I maybe I, and he would always tap me, but like yeah. there was no stress before the tap necessarily. Right. This like even remotely close to the, to the level now. Cause it's like, yeah, I don't like it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I want to spend a lot more time there though. I can tell you that You're going to have to mm-hmm. uh, Next one Drill to win I thought that one was interesting Because I liked to, to
2: to kind of define what I thought Was most important I still do that
1: Okay. How so what do you mean
2: I have all the answers to my own problems I figure them out ahead of time You don't Oh I do No They're the wrong answers But I have them
1: (laughs) You do have all the answers They're just all wrong
2: I know what I need to do I know what I need to do Luckily I was able to spend A considerable amount of time Doing all the wrong stuff That I accidentally found A couple good things Along the way Yeah I think that's a good thing Um, But that one Talking about um, Not focusing on the things You think are important hmm. And doing the things That you're told to do Makes sense It's a hard one That That one might be The hardest one
1: (laughs) But he's awesome for all me 100 really that's the hardest one yeah <laughs> but but it, i thought it was you know they pointed out you know you're trying to get comfortable with rolling but to focus on uh, to really focus on the technique itself and drilling the moves that you were taught and getting better at those and i, I think that's right i mean you know I, and i don't think drilling i, I don't think they mean drilling like, okay, I'm going to do 200 arm bars or whatever. I think it's drilling that in an active type of drilling scenario. Um, and also drilling it, you know, whenever you're in class and making the most of your time instead of asking questions because you're not going to understand You when you're white but You're not going to understand the technique. And if you can just get a, somewhat of a similar – Similarity of what the move is supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, to give you an idea. Then I think that's good, and just try to drill that and drill it and drill it uh, as many times as you can. Slowly, not, not fast. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Last one at white belt. Check your ego. Mm-hmm. It's it mentions here. You know, a lot I of people. I did not struggle with this one. Huh? I did not struggle with that one. Yeah, I don't think I did either, because everybody feels like they have a bigger proficiency than they have at 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 fighting, or I mean, I think that's just universal among men. Oh, I mean, I had
2: I had that where I realized I was so helpless, but I I just lost all the time. I was never like Mm -hmm. frustrated by losing. It was just what happens.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree uh blue belt first and foremost master the basics that's a tough one. It's easy to try the latest move you saw on Instagram yeah
2: yeah I um I think I did okay with that one
1: yeah, I could have done better for sure I agree um <laughs> <laughs> thanks that was a running joke for a long time yeah I know <laughs> I know it's okay. A solid blue belt should be able to perfect the following from each position. One counter, one defensive strategy, one sweep, one setup, and two submissions.
2: Well, that depends. I did struggle with that, especially
1: when resistance wasn't applied.
2: There was a long stretch of me whining at blue belt because the scissor sweep didn't work. It may have
1: been multiple years. (laughs) It works sometimes now. (laughs) Uh, Shut up while you roll. I like that one. Unless you have at least two full ranks over the person you're rolling with, shut the hell up when are rolling. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think we've mentioned this before, but but the time for coaching is not when you're in trouble by a lower belt and no one will buy your bullshit excuses about your coaching reasons. Uh-huh. We see you in trouble, so if you want to teach your opponent, submit them. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Yeah, I do that sometimes, but it's more like when they almost have the armbar, but they can't figure out how to do it. Like, it's like right there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just turn my hand. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Mm-hmm. But they've already got it. You know, it's not like I'm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hopefully that's not annoying. You I know don't what else think, is annoying. I don't think anything. You can't finish an armbar.
1: Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything. You, yeah. it, it, there's different people that may, it might be annoying from, but not from you. I wouldn't think. Um, remove excuses.
2: Mm. Uh, that one's hard too.
1: That was really hard for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Although it wasn't the excuses of to come train. I mean, that's no. the number one excuse, right? Is people make excuses yeah. not to train. And I always say make the excuse to train, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: That one kind of ties in Shirk with my your other responsibilities
1: one, and other aspects I of have, life I have to train. I'm
2: really good at that.
1: I think yeah. that's what that yeah, that that's what it should be. That's that's a good point.
2: <laughs> that one ties into my other one where I have all the right answers, I think. Those kind of went
1: hand uh-huh. in hand. Yeah. yeah. hmm For sure. Uh stop focus focusing on promotions.
2: Yeah, I didn't have that problem. Me either. Makes sense though. A lot of people get frustrated with that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's a waste of time, though. You know, mm-hmm. because now, I mean, look at us—we're trying to dodge stripes. Don't
2: want them. <laughs> We're trying don't to dodge stripes em. on that purple yeah, belt. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that stress in <laughs> my life. Not signing up for class. <laughs> I don't need the expectation placed on me. <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, now mm-hmm. it brings us into purple belt. Embrace your your game. What's your game, Phil?
2: Dude, I don't know. We were talking about the other day. I was so confident on people's back for a majority of time, like, throughout Blue Belt and stuff, and I've really mm-hmm. gotten away from it, and everybody's defense has, like, improved significantly. So mm-hmm. when I get on someone's back, I'm confident I'm going to finish them, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've been spending a lot of time working on that. Um. Uh. What am I? Guard. Um. Oh, my God. Keeping the guard. What's the word I'm looking for? Guard retention. Retention. And it's really hard. It
1: is hard. We've both been doing that and And, it is really hard.
2: And my sit-up guard stuff is like, okay, but man, if I go against somebody better than me, it's like, it's not effective. So Mm -hmm. really trying to work on the retention aspect. So I would have said before was the sit-up guard like and worked away to the back. But man, I don't know. And I would say passing, because like my passing is so much better than my guard, mm. but like I can't take anybody down. So how am I going to pass? Well, you just beg them to pull guard. Yeah, that works <laughs> most of the time. But um, yeah, I don't know. Keep working on it.
1: Yeah, I think that guard retention. I think that's really that's the one that I've been most uh, enthused about because it's really. It was the one that's most lacking, I think. I think because there's a lot to, there's a lot technically and feel to it, but I didn't realize it. I didn't realize there really was that much to it. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, it, and I think it's simpler than I make it, you know? Like, I think all the really basic things of just like making the reactions be on time and the grip fighting would save me all the hassle. Mm. And I think if I could figure out the guard retention that I would be able to have enough time with the guard to do one of the couple sweeps that I can do. Mm. And then I would get into the things that I would claim should be my game. Um, but really focusing on that stuff and like starting on my back more than sitting up recently as like, Luckily with the kids, he's doing his guard passing thing all the time. That's where I'm getting most of my training in. It's like with kids passing and I'm like practicing getting the hook in on the other side, bringing the leg over, switching the hips. Like it's, uh, that's been super helpful. Um, And my guard retention stuff because adults are just too fast and good. (laughs) Guard retention sucks. But that's an interesting- So
1: what you're saying is you retain guard against kids very well.
2: I didn't say that. I said I do best (laughs) against kids. Still not well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, for embracing uh, a game i at this point, I know what I would like it to be, but
1: you know well,' still trying I to think, get there i i I mean just from outside looking in, obviously, the philtine is a staple of your game it is uh, that's been it, working well, even with the gee, yeah, no it's it's a strong position you' got a really strong understanding of the position i i've been been trying to work more guillotines because 'cause have never really. I've never really been a fan and it's always been because my shoulders kind of my right shoulders kind of not got the greatest mobility. Mm -hmm. And so I just was never a fan of that. But now with that and with the Darce chokes, I'm really been working those lately, especially that turtle position and stuff like that from there. Um, I like that. I think it's interesting. I think it's good. I think that, uh, I think if you do it right, it's, it's hard to get out of. It's really hard to, it's a hard position to, to defend. The Dars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of those things where, where, yeah, it hasn't been working great, but it's enough success to where I want to continue to try to get better at it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, still early purple, though.
2: So, you know, I got time to figure out how to sure. embrace the game.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, says ditch comfort. Yeah, no problem with that. Getting my guard passed every day. Mm-hmm. Time to explore new positions, new avenues. Time to get rid of what you were doing when you were a blue belt.
2: Unintentionally, I got rid of all my back success. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah. And again, I guess that's kind of along the same lines. I'm not really working the passing anymore because I was doing a lot of the passing, the quarter to the back stuff. And, um, sometimes, you know, that comes up when it comes up. But again, just focusing on the thing I need to, I think I need to fix the most, which is the, the guard. Yeah. So agreed. Agreed. That one kind of seems the same.
1: Yep. Uh, understandable, understand the principles of BJJ. Um, i think i think this is good and i had you know there's so many of those aha moments whenever you, you're like thinking of you're like oh i do that there and there and there and in this position and in this position mm-hmm. whenever john was going over um i and honestly i don't even remember what position it was now that he was he was doing no i do it was that um that single leg x ashigarami position the knee turned in because you you know that they're way of sweeping you is with your knee turned out. Mm-hmm. So he, he was like, he was like knee turned in just like whenever you break guard, just like whenever you're defending the arm bar, just like whenever you're defending the triangle, like all that stuff, the concepts and the understanding, like, it's like, Oh God, it's, it's freaking everywhere. Like all of those things are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that was just, that was just one small example of it. And, and, and I see myself making those connections more often now and it, it just makes everything easier, you know, whenever, whenever you, you're there Mm -hmm. doing it and then it's like, okay, I I got those connections. Now I just got to remember to do it whenever I would get in those positions.
2: Well, you've always like harped whether you could do it or not. You've always harped on the importance in your opinion of trying to learn through concepts instead of like step by step, which I disagreed with you for a long time on, but I can, I couldn't piece things together that way. So I wanted step by step. Like what do I do in this situation? Every step of the way, Mm -hmm. Um,
1: which, so what you're saying is you're realizing I'm right.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, I realized it when I, when I, I didn't realize it till I tried to help with the kids Uh because you can't step by step them. At all. Like, mm-hmm. you only do a couple steps. So th- trying to um, help them figure things out, that's why I made the joke a long time ago. I'm, not, I'm a conceptual teacher, not a conceptual learner. <laughs> <laughs> but I could try to, that's the only way I could figure out how to get it across to them. Is like, just, just get past the legs. Get those mm-hmm. legs out of your way. You know what I mean? Just the simplest uh, breakdown of whatever. Like, this is all you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Get on top. Yeah, no. Like, I don't agree. worry about what to do with your left hand. Figure out how to get on top, and and that was really late blue belt before I started uh, trying to
1: look at things that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to see the overall picture. Obviously, it's important. Step by step's important, but it's over the overall picture and the, the concepts behind what you're doing. I think is very important to mm-hmm. learn. Uh, become an example new academy you're the big brother big, big sister i think this goes for i think this goes for blue belt too i mean you're as a as someone who's you know it probably
2: depends on the academy
1: size like how long you've been there sure so in
2: our example we had a lot of blue belts and a lot of white belts and not that many upper belts not mm-hmm. too long ago and now there's a lot more purple belts and everything so kind of changes a little bit but i see what you're saying with like you're the yeah, because look, there's, the there's people that come in, in the they're
1: looking to you to do the move right. And like, I'll be the first to be like, I suck at this. <laughs> so we're going to be learning this together. But, but, um, to properly drill and try, properly, you know, try to be the student that, that you would want if you were a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's I think that's what they're saying here, and I I, I I completely agree. And I think that's not just purple belt. I think that is blue and purple. But again, you're probably right. Depending on you know if you have got place that's been you know you've got. I think that's just why block. he put this here. You know, yeah. just
2: because yeah, probably for his application is it becomes more rare to see um, purple belts than when we first started. Man, ninety percent of the class was white belt in every single class.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that's so wild i had a handful of blue belts yeah i had a i had a uh it was that memory that i posted on i wanted to watch it
2: so bad i had molly open on her phone she couldn't get it to play she couldn't
1: get it to play either yeah it was it was from one of my live videos i think i was still a white belt too Mm -hmm. and um it was me you delvin who else was it uh, Oleg. You said it was me and Oleg in the beginning. Yeah, part you of and there. Oleg. Oleg was just beating up on you. Yeah, he did that yesterday too. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change, and uh, and uh, and several others. And like literally, I think of the seven of us that were in that. Six are still training, and and all of us got our purple belts around the same time, and and it was that was really cool to see that that was what was it. Four years ago, I think it was four years ago.
2: I think it was it an was eighteen video.
1: The yeah, it was a four. It was four years ago. Memory.
2: No, you would have had your blue belt at that point.
1: Would I? Then maybe I was a blue belt. I didn't see my belt because maybe. I, I, yeah, no, you would have. Yeah, I probably was then. Yeah. When did you get your blue belt? March of. Oh, I'll tell you exactly. Thanks to my BJJ notes, because I've got if it, <laughs> whenever yeah, you're memory, old and was, you don't remember
2: any of this stuff. Yeah, because that was if that was around this time, because that was a couple weeks ago. So
1: that was right before our first origin. Then belts, blue belt was five fourteen, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, you just got your. You would have just. You would have just got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that was, I really, uh, I really enjoyed that, that memory. It was, it was fun to see that. And I, it was really, you used to do those live things, um, at a lot of open mats. Well, it was that, it was always the one o'clock training and there always the open mm-hmm. up mat on Sunday that I would do it. And we just don't, maybe I'll get start doing that again on our Friday open mats. That'd be good. I don't post enough jujitsu stuff. You don't post anything I know I
2: All don't right. either Yeah Molly kept trying to tag me At the beach With my shirt off And I was like
1: <laughs> A lot of cookies <laughs> <laughs> That's funny Alright well We're gonna save uh, We're gonna save The brown and black belt For five years Six years for from now people who <laughs> Know what it's like To be a brown or black belt Because we don't um, <laughs> but No I thought that was A really cool post
2: uh, I read that earlier today
1: Yeah I did too I did too. I like that. Um, I like that they said jits. Just sounds cool. <laughs> That's <is> horrible. <laughs> this is really horrible. Oh man. Uh, so I met uh, I met Daniel and his uh, wife out last last night. Um, that blue band. belt. Yeah, blue belt. Daniel Limber, and it was awesome because uh, one of his buddies that were there, it was, we were celebrating her Anna's birthday, her half birthday before she's 50 and uh, and Eric is a brown belt from uh, Lucas Lepre school so probably sat there and talked to him for like an hour mm-hmm. maybe more. Uh, who was Eric in this? One of his friends? W- w- That's where so training, Where Daniel right? and originally started training was Lucas Lepre mm-hmm. whenever he lived down in South Charlotte mm-hmm. then he moved up to this area and and later started back with us so one of his training partners from down there okay cool yeah yeah and he was like his was like 6'3 like 250 sky would be like that'd be a rough roll mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true but uh but anyhow philly tell the folks if they'd like to how to support us um share the podcast and encourage us to do more podcasts
2: Good call. It's my fault. I've been doing things, so I just You've haven't You've got been a around. lot going on. Yeah. you got a lot on your plate right now with the chickens. chickens.
1: And with Rooster. Ugh, yeah. The new dog. Puppy. Yeah. Got a puppy I thought now. I pooped a lot.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every time I turn around, he's squatting somewhere and I'm yelling at him when he's not even pooping. It's like he looks like he's about to poop again.
1: <laughs> That's what they call a shit show. Um, so, yeah, and... Uh, And yeah, we got, we've got, uh, I think we've got, yeah, we've got plenty of rash guards in -hmm. all sizes available. If anybody wants to support that way,
2: adult sizes are back in larges and extra larges are back in stock.
1: So did we get, I think I got
2: a text Jeff if you want one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. And, uh, if you're not out there doing something each and every day to get better, get out there and do it. Phil and i choose jujitsu. We hope you do too.